Hi, everybody listening. This is Imani Dunning with E Within Podcast, where we cover faith, business, life, and really great practical tips on how to navigate those things. I'm super excited to welcome our guests today, Fabian and Esther Patterson. I am one of their biggest fans, and I'm going to let them each tell a little bit about themselves before we begin. Hey there. Well, thank you so much, Amani, for having us on your podcast today. Um, We're excited to be here. Um, Thank you for the opportunity. My name is Esther. I am, um, I'm a multi-passionate individual, I would say, but I am an entrepreneur. I am a photographer and I specialize in creating transformational portraits that truly capture the unique personality, beauty, and story of the person in front of my camera. Uh, and that's, that's probably the thing that I'm the most passionate about at this point is to be able to provide an experience that helps um, another person see just how beautiful they are, how worthy they are of telling their story and shining their light. And yeah, that's what I love to do. What's going on, everyone? Um, My name is Fabian. And I'm first and foremost, I want to thank Imani just for for having us on this podcast. I'm super excited, always excited to talk to people and just kind of Mm -hmm. uh, share perspective and a uh, bit of history of who I am and where I came from and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so a bit about me, I'm a fitness trainer. I own my own personal training business called Change Is Fitness and it's called Change Is Fitness because I believe change is fitness. Uh, so much that the tagline is be your change. I'm super passionate about fitness, not only because of the health benefits, but because it's also um, the anchor for me, soul anchor that keeps me grounded, keeps me going. Um, I was telling someone the other day that um, the gym for me is my Zen place. So when I walk into the gym, um, life for me comes alive. Um, So super passionate about uh, sharing that with uh, my clients. Um, I typically do a one-on-one personal training, but I just recently started doing um, virtual online uh, coaching and also virtual boot camps. But in a nutshell, I'm crazy off the hinges. Um, I do a lot of things off the fly. I just started a podcast, which I'm super excited about. And um, that's going to lead into other things that I'm probably going to get in trouble for, but um, <laughs> such is life. Yep. Amazing. Well, thank you too for sharing. I'm so glad I let you do it in your own words because it was so much better than if I would have tried. Um, that is for sure. Um, I do actually want to get into this idea of identity. So when we talk about identity, it's like that question that makes your palms start sweating if you're ever in a job interview and they say, so tell me about yourself. Uh, And you just right away feel like you're having an identity crisis. You're like, who am I? How do I explain this? Um, How do Mm -hmm. I get my point across? And for each of you, you do multiple things, which sometimes can really be taboo in the in the business world because people want to know, like, what's your one thing, you know? So as far as you all, I'm sure you started with one thing and then eventually merged into other areas. 
how did you come to identify, accept, and learn how to explain your passions and your businesses? And I guess the B to that would be, how did you begin to give yourself permission to just dream as big as you have? And I'm sure this is only the beginning. I'm going to let you take this one, babe, because you're the king of <laughs> being multi-passionate. <laughs> um, that's, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a really deep question. Um, there, there's a lot of um, parameters, I guess. There's a lot of avenues to approach that question. Um, but it's, it's actually quite simple. Um, go back to the original question is, or the original part to the question was, um, we started with something and kind of um, went on into other things. Mm -hmm. Like, like for me, um, um, growing up, um, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. But um, out of straight out of high school, I joined the military and I was in that for a while. I'm 13 years um, in the military service and and I was passionate about it. I loved it. I loved being with soldiers and I loved working with soldiers. But it wasn't the thing that I wanted to do and. I didn't find fitness. It, it found me. Luckily for me, fitness found me. Um, just um, going through life and dealing with the ups and downs and uh, combat uh, PTSD. And somehow I wound up in a gym and I found um, a true love for working out. So fitness found me. Um, the issue came in was where, you know, the, the core part of your question is, you know, how do you allow yourself to um, to be to be passionate and actually go for it. Um, in the society that we live, it's it's really hard to um, to be you, to truly be you, because there's so many voices and with information just so readily available, um, it, it, it's hard to, to get your voice heard. Um, so for me, it was it was um, developing the mindset or callous in my mind to just not listening to anyone but my own voice. Mm -hmm. Um, and, it, and it took some trial and error, but eventually it was just more of just like, what is it that I want? What is it that I truly want? What is it that that is going to make me innately happy and just go with it? And initially or from from birth, I would say I, I've always been a spontaneous kind of just like I said earlier, just off the cuff, fly, do it, um, do it and live with the consequences type of person. So it was a little bit easier for me to just dive for um, head first into my passion because my thought process is as long as it makes me happy and I'm doing good by it and by the people that are a part of it or going to be a part of it, then I know that for me, I'm going to be doing good overall and I'm happy with that. And that was what just kind of, that's just kind of what keeps me going. It's just my own happiness and what, and what I want to do or how I want to impact the world or to be remembered in the world when I leave. So it, passion is is one of those things where it, it, it's not something that, this is just my perspective, it's not something that um, you get sent to you in the mail in, in a box, right? It's not it's not shipped and it's not mailed. It. And, and you know, there's, this, there's this thing now where it's like, oh, you should find your, you should go find your passion. Um, I, I think that's that's hard and it's difficult to, to have someone do, but you go through life and you cultivate your passion. Mm -hmm. 
And as you go through life and you cultivate this passion, it grows deeper and deeper and you're able to own it more and more. So starting is, is the, is the hardest thing in the first step. And once you start, you'll, you'll realize that, Hey, this is easier than I thought. And I love it more than what I thought, you know, I would have, and what people are saying that I wouldn't. So, um, that's basically it for me. It's just doing it for me. Yeah. I love that because I was literally just going to say the exact same thing where Mm -hmm. When it comes to giving yourself the permission to take the direction you want to take, you have to start, first of all, with what is it that you want? And that's where I had to start. I had to really tune into what do I want to change about my life? What do I want to create? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to see myself in the future? What what legacy do I want to leave? What do I want to create for my family? And that it, that doesn't depend on anybody else. You can't make that decision based on what somebody else tells you or what society says works. You have to actually tune into your own heart, your own intuition and truly trust that in the process. And it, it when when I say that I'm a photographer, I, I feel like I'm also so much more. I'm truly passionate about um, helping people to find love for themselves in a new way and trust that in a new way. And right now, photography is the avenue that I use to do that. And at the same time, I find other ways to also continue to help people do it. And I think the thing that's most important about choosing to diversify, choosing to pursue all the things that you're passionate about, make sure that they're first of all, truly in line with your core desire, with your purpose here in life. And if, if that is the case, if they're truly in line with what your mission here is on earth, you'll find a way and you'll find a way to make them impactful and make your effort and, and energy into that passion truly impactful to the people around you. Wow, love that. I can just hear the passion oozing through the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's really great. Um, so tying into just where we're at right now as a planet, Many people are arguing over this idea of risk, right? Is risk something that Mm -hmm. should be drenched in fear and you should avoid it at all costs? Or is risk opportunity? And we see how those who feel like risk risk equals fear, they're not coming out of the house till 2024, you know? And those who feel like risk is opportunity, however, are becoming billionaires and multi-billionaires because they're I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on in the world. I don't really care. I'm about to get this bag. You know, I'm about to make this money. <laughs> um, so what about you guys? How do you, how, what side do you feel like you lean on? Risk equals fear and something you should avoid or risk equals opportunity. And how have you um, kind of outworked that in the midst of this pandemic and everything going on right now? Um, yeah, that's such a great question. Yeah, it is. Such a great question. Um, all growth lies outside of your comfort zone. Mm, yeah. And so realizing that expansion and new opportunities are not going to come without risk. Now, if you're okay to stay where you are and your life is good the way it is, sweet. It, mm, most of us don't have that luxury though. I have an innate desire to always continue to, to move and grow and expand and learn. And um, 
I have come to realize, and I continue to be reminded that fear and uncertainty is just a part of the process. You have to tune into, first of all, I, I find that I need to tune in to coming back to, to my to my last point, you have to tune into what's truly important to you and what happens if you don't take this risk? What happens if you don't rise to the occasion? Um, is, is staying where you're at, is that going to bring you what you want? Or do you really want something more bad enough to be willing to take that risk? And so it's really just analyzing the risk and reward ratio there for you but realizing that fear is always going to be a part of the experience of growth and you can continue to move forward in spite of that one percent or five percent or fifty percent of fear that still remains just making sure that fear isn't what steers your decision fear isn't what controls the direction that you go but allowing it space to be there and be a part of the experience because that's just what comes with taking risk and with going after growth. Right. Do you have any thoughts on that, babe? Um, I'm pretty sure just about everyone has heard the quotes or seen the quotes and I've heard the speeches um, that says, um, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Um, here's, here's another one to add to that. On the other side of fear lies success. Um, here, here's the thing about fear um, in regards to, to humanity. Fear is what makes us human. So having fear does not mean that you're weak and you can't get to the goals that you want to get to it just means that you're human you have to have the fear and do it anyways um the truth is if for those who are making the decision whether or not to you know to go out and be adventurous and pursue their goals and dreams in 2020 um they're having the fear they're fearful but they, they know what they're doing and they know why they're doing it. And, and that's a key reason there is, is the why. You have to know what it is you want and why you're going to do it. And then you do the calculation and see whether or not taking the risk to do that is worth it. Um, so that's, a, that's another big thing there. Also, people who are not going out and staying home, they're also taking a risk and staying home. Because if you're staying home, then you're cheating on your dreams and your goals and that's the risk you're taking because now you're staying home for four or five years or whatever until this pandemic dies down and the risk that you're running now is whether or not you're gonna be able to be successful in the way that you had initially thought All right so that's the risk of staying home mm. it doesn't matter if you stay home or you go you go out safety is not guaranteed mm. um, so uh it's it's about calculating um risk versus reward mm -hmm. and seeing what the balance is and and doing that like i was saying to to my wife the other day like one of the big how i look at i'm not a big planner i'm i, I, I set goals and then i just go <laughs> um and how i do it is i look at the outcomes i look at the outcomes and say if i do this 
what are the possibility on both sides of the fence, on the good side and on the bad side? What are the consequences? Because everything you do in life has consequences, whether it's good or bad. Um, it's, it, it's, it's has consequences. And one of the things that I heard um, um, Chinese proverbs that says, every bad decision started out with good intentions. So even if you have a bad decision, it started out with good intentions. So I don't believe in good and bad, um, bad dis, uh, good and bad resu results or good and bad intentions, right? It's just the outcome that's what defines the goal. So in that sense, look at the I look at the the outcomes, and then I make my decision based on whether or not I can live with the bad the bad outcomes from that possibility. And then I'm like, if if it's a, a 45, 50% chance, or if it's a 55% chance that this is going to be possibly good, that's a, that's a risk I'm willing to take um, because it's more than half for me. And sometimes it's not even that. If it's, even, if it's a 40% chance that it's going to be good, that's still 40%. And depending on the situation, um, I'm, that's, that's a percent I'm, will, I'm willing to live with. So um, it all depends on the individual, I think. And then just analyzing your situation because... Um, everyone's situation is different. So you can't look at someone else's life and say, oh, well, they did that, that I certainly can do that. Or, oh, if I did that, why isn't that person doing it? Um, and, I, and I see a lot of that too. So, well, if I could do it, you could do it too. Well, maybe they can in a different circumstance or a different situation. That person needs to analyze their situation, whoever you are, analyze your situation and say, okay, this is my situation right now. This is the opportunity that I have, good or bad. And these are the outcomes. Um, can I live with that and then make a decision based on that? Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that it's a decision that if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, you could come back from it. Right. And replan, regroup to go at it again. Um, so in a nutshell, yeah, I think that that's how I would look at it. Risk versus reward and seeing which, which one's worth it. Right. I love the answers that you gave. I think that's so critical for people to understand fear doesn't stop negative things from happening to you and risk doesn't stop good things from happening to you i mean you're going to stumble upon highs and lows regardless and not to mention you can evaluate in three months and say that risk i took is that is that working for me you know mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right a lot yeah of people they go through entrepreneurship for example they start a business and Maybe they were making a lot of money before. Now they're not, but they feel like, well, I need to. I said I was going to go with this course, so I need to continue. But there's no shame at all in getting another job, part time or full time, to fuel your dream until your dream funds your life. And I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of shame that people may have based on, like you said, what they've seen around them or what they've heard or what their grandmama did. That's nice, but grandma was living in another time. If you need you a job go get it. Okay. <laughs> like, go yes. Get it. Like, yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Roof over your head, you know? Um, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit and just announce to anybody who is listening to this as it plays back as a recording that we are going to go more in depth. I want to dive into their personal business about, <laughs> um, especially as it relates to relationships and, um, business and balancing their practical tips on all of those things. Um, but right now mm -hmm. I'm going to switch gears a bit. And what we're going to do, Fabian and Esther, is I'm going to ask one more question specifically about the two of you. Um, and then after that, 
I'm going to ask you about what's coming up. What can people tune into this week, next week, this month? Um, you know, how can they get in touch with you? How can they keep up with what you're doing? And then we're going to dive deep in the next time that we do our podcast. So does that sound good for you guys? Yeah. Shoots, yeah, sounds Alrighty. good. Um, so the personal question that I want to ask is we talked about how you guys handle work and clearly you're beasts at it. Like it's, it's dope. Um, but you're also <laughs> a couple, you know, and you're not just like business partners. You're not just like doing a thing. Like you guys are a couple. So how do you come down from work mode and consider slash remember your partner, especially, I don't know how y'all work, but when I'm like doing a project there's no sleeping there's no eating there's no stopping um that's just how I do it if I'm grinding I'm grinding (laughs) you know um but I imagine that you guys have elements of that in you so how do you navigate and how do you remember to come down and, and you know what's an example of what that looks like for you all um it's 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 um it's not as easy like you said right um there are days where you, you just get so lost in a project that you're doing, especially if it's an exciting project or you have a deadline, you get lost in it and you just you just lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when I'm recreating or rebranding or just creating something new in my business. It's, it's, it is exciting for me, um, but um, I also love food, so I'll never forget to eat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but it, it's a balance, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a crazy um, give and take in, in a sense where it's like, there is no real structure. Um, you just have to make sure that those things are set prior to getting into work mode. <laughs> um, so a couple of things that um, we do just um, on almost like ritually, mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago, we, we, um blocked out Sundays and said Sundays is a no work day. Mm-hmm. Um Sundays we're just gonna do us. So we will get up, we'll go hiking and then we'll go hang out at the beach or something like that. Um and at the end of the day if we're feeling up to it we'll watch Netflix or something of the sort um or probably just finish up whatever tasks we didn't do over the weekend. But we predominantly don't do much on Sundays. Um and during the week um, because I'm a fit, I'm a fitness um, uh, trainer um, and also really big in fitness. Um, I do pretty much most of the meal um, prepping and, and um, planning because it works well with my schedule. Um, okay. Esther, on the other hand, she's really good with like connecting and um, knowing like when like emotion is out of balance versus, you know, versus work and, mm-hmm. and life balance. So that's when she's like, all right, all right, we need to take a mm-hmm. break and just kind of dial down and kind of link in and just kind of just hang out and get away from work mm-hmm. um, because I can get lost in work really. So it's, it's just having that balance, I guess, in each other to know like, okay, um, when to tap into this and when to tap into that. Yeah. And because then there are days where um, sometimes like I, I know I'm, and I didn't say this earlier, but I'm I'm a, a master's student in a psychology program. Um, and there are days where I have uh, two or three 10 page papers due. So I'm locked into that and I'm not doing anything else but that, you know, my business is on hold or anything else that I normally do around the house is on hold. And that's when Esther comes in and picks up that load and just kind of carry it on. So it's, it's 
if you're in if for people who are in relationships where they they're just juggling a whole bunch of things it's it's understanding that you aren't the only person that has a lot going on yeah. the other That's person true. or the other person in a relationship <laughs> is sharing the responsibility just the same and they too have a lot going on so mm -hmm. another thing that helps us is linking our linking our calendar together oh, so yeah. um if I have to run out the house at the last minute, I don't have to stop to explain five or 10 minutes to us. You're like, oh, this is where I'm going. This is how long, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's on the calendar. We both get notifications on that. Um, so there's just all these little things that you do. Like we, I have set schedules when I wake up in the morning. So my wake up time is always the same. My body gets used to that. So I don't have to worry about oversleeping or being tired. We have a certain time that you go to bed at night for the most part, there are some nights when you know, okay, you're going to bed at one in the morning and waking back up at five, that's me. <laughs> um, having those set, those set times because sleep is important. And this is one of the things like, cause I train um, a lot of business um, owners. Um, a couple of my clients are business owners, entrepreneurs, and you know, they're in the grind getting it. But one thing I remind them of is that as a, as a business owner, you need your body to function correctly to do the things you need to do, right? Your goals can't accomplish themselves. So if you're not getting the right sleep and you're not getting quality sleep, then you're putting your body at um, risk, at jeopardy, in jeopardy, and it's not going to be able to do the things that you need to do. So get to sleep, get to rest, be fully energized, and your body will function correctly, and then you can accomplish the goals that you need to accomplish. Because if you're not here, if you're not around, if you're dead, the, your goals are dead with your goals right. die with right. you. Um, so it doesn't make sense to go 110 on an exhausted body. It just doesn't make sense. And coffee is not a replacement for sleep. It's a replacement for energy, but it's not a replacement for sleep. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, it's just about finding like little things that can help you balance between the two. There's no perfect balance really. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like Fabian and I are such a good balance to each other because like he said, he loves grinding and when he gets into it, he's just 100% into it and he wouldn't need to sleep if, uh, you know, if his body didn't need it, need it. Oh, he won't forget to eat. But on the other hand, um, I'm also super tuned into like, what do we need as a couple? What are we missing right now? How can we um, nurture our relationship in the moment? And so I feel like we're just such a great balance because he inspires me to hustle harder and go after it on every single day. Um, but then I think I also help him realize the importance of truly investing in, in relationships and friendships and not even just our relationship as a couple, but also with other people. And, um, and I just really appreciate the balance that, uh, that we still continue to like navigate every single day We're we're finding out and we learn more about each other as we go along. And, um, yeah, it's a beautiful journey. If you have the grace and the understanding and are willing to extend that to each other. That is awesome. I am <laughs> so excited about next time because I look forward to also hearing more about, you know, common pitfalls and, and navigating that, you know, and making comebacks as yeah. you often have to do in, in business. Like not every risk is a win, you know, so I look oh, forward yes. to, to covering that, but um, we're going to, sort of wrap it up here and um please tell us where can we catch up with you guys where can we keep up with what you're doing and is there anything in particular any events or a new product or service 
that we should be keeping in mind or signing up for? Um, yeah, definitely. So my photography business is called Captured Imagery, and you can find my website at capturedimagery.com. Uh, a great way to just learn more about what I do and see my portfolio and hear about what's coming up next is to follow me on Instagram. Um, again, that's just my handle is Captured Imagery. Um, I'm excited for a project that I have being released later this month. Um, it's a return of my empowerment collection. And you'll see that if you go and check out my website. But very exciting things coming with that. I'm releasing it on August 18th. And yeah, go check out my Instagram to keep getting updates on that. It's the most beautiful feed you will ever see. <laughs> <laughs> You're too kind, Imani. Thank you. <laughs> um, my business is Change Is Fitness, and that's Change Is with a Z, so I-Z Fitness. And the website, uh, my website is changesfitness.com. And the best way to keep up with me is on Instagram, because Instagram is just the jam. <laughs> um, and it's, <laughs> right, and it's all, it, uh, my uh, Instagram handle is also Changes Fitness. And they'll be able to get um, fitness workouts, quick uh, exercise videos, how to do exercises, you know, how tos and stuff like that. And a couple of projects that I'm working on right now, I'm working on my uh, working out from home program. It's a two, it's a, a boot camp style program that's done at home. You don't need any equipment whatsoever. Um, just full body weight is held twice a week, um, eight classes a month. And um, it also includes a bit of yoga and some mobility. And it's been doing really good. That they can also find that on my website. It's 30 bucks a month um, for eight classes. And the next program also is one I'm putting together um, to launch on Amazon and hopefully could get it out and done by next month. And that'll be a free download. So it's going to be a full 30 minute program that they could download on there. And I'm actually going to title it Working Out From Home. So they can look for that on there as well. And also my podcast just launched that a few um, weeks ago. So I have two episodes out now and there's going to be another one um, out on the 15th. So I'm going to be recording that and there's going to be a new episode out on the 1st and the 15th of every month. It's called Talking With Myself. They can find it on Apple, Spotify, and also on SoundCloud. And the backstory to it is just basically I have a lot of thoughts and I question a lot of things about society. Um, some of the things that we're told, um, the information's not true. So I question a lot of that stuff. So um, yeah, it's quite controversial. So <laughs> something that they can listen to as well. I just created a Facebook page for that. If they want to go check that out, it's called Talking With Myself. Um, but yeah, Apple and Spotify and SoundCloud. Yay. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to connect with you guys shortly after our podcast ends just to follow up. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been years uh -huh. in the making, huh? Of a <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yay, thank you so much, Imani. We look forward to being back. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yay, okay, guys, have an awesome day, everybody.